welcome back to another episode of In-Depth. My name is Luke Hardacre and I'm a surf coach at Ombi. If you're new to Ombi, we take a look at surfing from the perspective of ocean, mind, body and equipment. In this podcast, it's all about straight to the point tips, things that you can take away, implement into your surfing or see things in a different way so that you can start understanding how to get better. And this week, I want to talk to you about the easiest way to improve and that sometimes doesn't have to be so complicated so we can go it at this way that just kind of feels like you're walking through a bed of coals and everything's difficult yet in reality there's some quite simple ways to just change it up a bit and make things easier on ourselves so that's what I want to go into and to basically get into this one real quick I'm going to start it with a question as I quite often do and does it ever feel like you're not seeing much progress between surfs or if you can't tell if all of your training is actually showing up in the surf so is what you doing actually having an impact and how do you know and if you aren't seeing that improvement how do you know if your effort is wasted or not is this impactful what is going on so do you want to improve your surfing your wave count and have more fun and who doesn't we're all trying to improve our surfing. We want better technique, style, and confidence. We want to catch waves easily and feel like we're getting the good waves each time we surf. We want to have fun with our friends. That's so much of surfing is just enjoying it with other people. And also weirdly, which is for a lot of people, they won't be aware of this, but not being laughed at by their friends. They want to feel good in front of other people. So surfing should be all about having fun, regardless of what the waves are doing or if there's a better surfer in the water. You don't have to be the best to have more fun as a surfer. So this week's episode, I'm going to break this down. I'm going to give you some techniques, some tools, and I'm also going to explain it from a couple different viewpoints that can help you understand how other surfers are doing this. But I'm going to get back into some examples this week. So explaining the difference between the two different ways about how you're making your surfing complicated, but you're not realizing it. And that's the heart of Ombi. It's all about simplifying your surfing making things easier making it fun and achieving something doing something new and and getting there so i want to give you some of the best surfing coach best surf coaching advice i can think of and that's i'm going to explain the best way you can improve your surfing step by step so you can see a difference in every surf and help take your surfing to the next level it's going to work regardless of your ability how often you surf if you're at a short board, a bigger board, a long board, whatever you're working on, even if you're landlocked and you're not surfing often, it, it's more about how you learn than it actually being about surfing, if that makes sense. So I want to start with what you can learn from the good surfers to improve your surfing. And that's one thing at a time, and that's it. Forget everything else going on in the surf, what the other surfers are doing, or what, we, what the wave could do. It's just background noise. I want you to forget it. Move on. When the best surfers want to improve their surfing, they're laser focused. When they go to train airs, they get on the back of a jet ski and get flung into the lip. Everything else is a waste of time. So when you look at that one example, yeah, sure, no one else is really doing that apart from some of the top, top surfers, but they don't care about anything else. They're not going to see a section and hit it and do a big cutback or a big snap. It's all about airs. They've just said this whole surf is only about this. 
And that changes the whole way that they're going to approach it and what becomes fun and what doesn't and how they see improvement and how they don't. So I want you to do something similar every time you surf. Now, sometimes you might want to take the pressure off, but if you're going out to surf and improve, do this. If you're going out just to have fun, forget everything else. But if you want to focus on trying to improve, keep doing this. But before I dive into the full techniques of just doing one thing at a time, I want to talk about how most surfaces are never going to see progress. And that's, we have to figure out what the issue is. And most people, they just go out and they try and do everything and anything. They get to the beach, paddle out, and they are then trying to work on catching waves, pop up, reading waves, more speed, more power, how to move their body, turning, riding the right part of the wave, more barrels, all of that in one session. That's confusing. That's just not enough time to focus to see any change or improvement or muscle memory in any of those things. And if you're implementing change, how do you know what's working? How do you know what's holding you back, what's putting you forward and what's not? So I want to get into the best thing you can do to improve your surfing. And I said it before and I'll say it again, train one thing at a time and nothing else. It sounds so simple, but I'm going to ask you the question. Why aren't you just training one thing at a time then? It's quite difficult as a surfer to do this because there's so much going on constantly, begging for your attention that everything becomes distracting. And the intermediate surfer, the average surfer, beginners, they look down the line and they just want to see this thing. That they, want to, they want to race towards something that could happen. And everything becomes like a kid in a toy shop. And you don't know where to go, what to do. So you just race ahead and hope for the best. So after the pop-up, do you ride down the line and hit that section or continue working on what you came there to do? You set the intention. Are you going to keep doing what you've said you're going to do or are you just going to get distracted? So the point of this is you need to set the intention. So for what I mean, the next surf, I want you to try setting one intention, one, ex one aspect of your surfing for you to focus on. Nothing else, forget the rest. So I'm going to go through a couple examples of how this actually works. So when you set the intention, let's give an example of how to improve your bottom turn. You could work on the whole maneuver, but I prefer to teach surfers to break it out into elements that you can actually train. So this is how I would teach someone to work on their bottom turn. And if you're developing your bottom turn, so much comes into the setup, which is placement, where you are in that wave, how you take off. I'm going to just exclude that stuff to not complicate it, but saying that you're in the right spot, you're in the power zone, where you need to be. You would then be always looking where you're going. You're looking up the lip, not across the wave. You engage the lean, you compress more, you reach further out with the lean, putting the board further onto rail, drawing the turn out for longer, counting it out for three to five seconds. You extend and create lift up the wave. That's just the bottom turn. And you only move on from each part when it becomes second nature. And this is going to drastically improve your style, give you more control over your board and be more fun. You're focusing on one part of that. You're not focusing on the whole thing. If you've never felt a bottom turn before, you need to just go and try and figure out the maneuver from the basics. But this is, you're tweaking things. So it's a similar approach again when you think of how to catch waves easier where it's 
pick the right board for the conditions and your skill level. That's quite an important thing. But a lot of us just have a couple of boards and they don't have a lot of choice. You need to then develop proper paddling technique. You also need to learn to read the waves, where they break, and how to always find that spot. And so an example is find the peak and read the energy and power in that wave. You need to learn to read different surf spots and how the waves are breaking across the whole beach. You need to also position right at the peak, not the shoulder, as you paddle into the wave. Observe the waves as they stand up, glide into the wave while in Cobra Pose doing Oreo Biscuit, making space to do your pop-up and feel the wave's energy. So that whole section there comes into the Oreo Biscuit technique. And if you've never seen that before, you can jump into our YouTube channel and search Oreo Biscuit. Um, there's a whole, hope on the, whole host of stuff on the website as well. You can check all that out there. There's a ton and ton of stuff on the Oreo Biscuit. Most people who's listening to this will probably know what we're talking about. And this works for most boards, waves, surf spots. So give it a try. Just let me know how you go. If you're already doing it and unsure and you're struggling with it, break it down into parts. Do one bit of it. So there's a hidden benefit of this and that breaking these things down into little bits and it comes back to that progression-based podcast episode I did a while ago and that's the goal is for you to create small wins for each surf. You can see that you're improving small aspects of a maneuver that are eventually going to link together and that's going to create major changes in your surfing ability. You can easily gauge how you're going and it's obvious. You're either doing it or you're not. If you work on the whole maneuver and so many other different things, how do you gauge progress? How do you know you're feeling it? How do you know you're getting it? You don't because you're working on, am I in the right spot? Am I leaning enough? Am I, in the, am I going down the line or should I be going nose to the beach? Am I doing this? Am I doing that? You don't know. Whereas if you do one thing and one aspect of something, you can sit there and go, all I have to think about is this. So was I doing it right? Was I doing it wrong? How did it feel? This whole concept of small wins is exactly what we do in our beginner and intermediate training programs. So if you're not aware, we've got a beginner six-week or six-session and intermediate 12-session program. It's all about kind of simplifying what you're focusing on and giving you one thing after the other so that you can work on creating these small wins. That's the whole idea of it. This is so important and this whole working on one thing just makes it easier so that you can figure out what works, what doesn't. And it's the best way to train to avoid distractions. You don't know what's going on. You don't know what you're doing right. You don't know how. So when you train this, I want you to forget the rest. It's not about that you could have done a turn or you could have done that. You're working on improving your surfing, which means you keep, need to keep repeating something. So who cares how well you do anything else? You're doing this one thing or focusing on this one thing to improve. So practice everything 100%. If you fall off, you've been given a chance to learn. Fail forwards. It's all about having a go, having a play. And if you can't fail, you can't fall, you can't learn. If you don't try, you can't succeed. All of that comes back to the last couple episodes, especially last episode, learning to fall. You just need to forget it. If your whole goal is just to get your pop-up right, pop-up. Anything after that is a win. Who cares? Who cares if you don't know how to turn or you don't turn properly or anything else? Your one goal is on popping up. So whether or not you get caught behind the wave, who cares? Because you're improving that one section. 
if your goal is to start looking where you're going or slowing down, being in the pocket, any of those things, who cares if you never do a turn, but you're learning to ride the pocket. So much more important long-term to have a couple serves where you just need to teach yourself something. So building onto this, if you're developing your bottom turns and going back to that original example, I don't care about your top turns. If you get a chance to do them, great. But the focus is on the bottom turn. Do the biggest bottom turn you can. If you build, do a bottom turn and you surprise yourself with so much speed and lift and you get into the pocket that you completely miss the top, the top turn, fantastic. This comes back to a concept about feeling things and you've just felt something major. So forgetting about all the top turns, I wish I could give that win to everyone where they feel so much acceleration and excitement from doing a proper bottom turn that they're shocked and they don't have the time to react to do a proper top turn or even anything that they basically kick out of the bat. That's huge in anyone developing their bottom turn. The next step from doing that initial bottom turn and surprising yourself so much is keep doing it to the point where you can eventually do a turn or link two turns on a wave and you keep progressing that. It doesn't matter how good or how bad of a turn it is, it's about your bottom turn and that you can keep doing it. So it's the same with your pop-up or catching waves. The goal is only to improve that part of your surfing. So just do that action and nothing else. Who cares if you miss the best part of the wave? It's better than feeling like a part of your surfing is holding you back. If you do what you are training well, don't tick the box and move on. Do it again and again and again. Do it on the next wave and do it until it becomes muscle memory and second nature. That's the point. You need to train this feeling and this habit and play with it and find it out. Now, for most people, they're going to be listening to this and think, like, I, I want to like do a couple things. So one thing at a time might be a bit too slow for you. If you want to improve your surfing faster than one thing at a time, there's a key aspect to this. You need to pick opposing areas of your surfing to train. Do not train multiple things within the same part of your surfing. I'm going to go through a couple examples for this. So in an example of training a couple of things at once, you could train these three things that happen at different times in your surfing, which is positioning and identifying where to catch the wave, which we call it at OMB, the bus stop, your bottom turn or anything else while riding a wave, and your paddling attack technique. All three of those are in separate areas of your surfing and there's never a point where they fight for your attention. This comes back to dippy and other things. We don't want to overload our brains with too much to think about. Paddling happens at a different time than riding the wave. It doesn't happen during catching the wave. Positioning happens beyond paddling and it happens before you catch a wave. It's about sitting there and waiting and then your bottom turn happens when you're actually riding the wave. So you've got a pause and a break between all these different things so that you can make sure you're not overloaded with information. So don't match bottom turns with top turns or anything that happens shortly after the other. You need mental silence to rest and think, okay, what am I gonna do here now? You need something to break these habits and that means space and silence. So think of this as baby steps. You do one step, stop, think, okay, what's next? There's a pause between them and they don't happen one after the other. So the next surf you go out for, pick one thing you want to practice in your surfing, break it down into its components and work on one part at a time and focus on just having fun with that, play with it, figure it out, try and find the feeling, try and work on it. 
If you want to go faster, do the same, but find non-opposing areas. Find things that don't happen after each other or at the same time. Train something that happens when riding the wave and something before that. Don't match something that happens when you catch a wave and while riding it, they're just too close. Paddling back to the lineup, working on technique is different to paddling to catch a wave. So you can always slip that one easily. I wanted to make a note about style to kind of wrap this up before I get to the summary. And that's, it's an odd one to practice in the surf as it's involved in everything that we do as a surfer. Most people don't know how to train style. It's all about slowing down, being relaxed in your body, feeling the wave's energy, moving less, and controlling the signals you send to your board. Less is more. Efficiency of movement is what you're chasing. It's a little bit different. I would keep this just a technique. So in summary, if you want to improve your surfing, don't try and do everything. Set a goal. This is just like normal life things. It's not strictly surfing. It's just find something you can work on and actually measure that and find a way to see change. So when you do something, whether you fail or succeed, you can finish the wave and go, how did that feel? What happened? Was that good? Was that bad? How is that helping me get to where I want to be? What do I need to change? It's all about trying to understand this process. And if you're doing that for 10 different things, you just can't really work on it. Whereas like using paddling out as an example, there's nothing else going on. You can play around with your position on your board. You can play around with your surfing or your paddling technique and how that feels and how much speed you get. You've got this opportunity to get instant feedback. And when we're on a wave, there's so much distraction. Who cares what happens? Who cares about missing parts of a wave? You know, I, I preach things like, oh, hit the, hit the end section on a closeout and things like that. But if you're working on something, I'm like, why didn't you hit the closeout? And you're like, oh, well, I was focusing on just being in the moment and sitting in the pocket. I'd be like, oh yeah, that's fantastic. I'm glad you did that. It's so much more important than just trying to maximize every little thing. So go out there, pick something, forget about the rest, fail forwards, have a go. If you can't fail, you can't learn. If you don't try, you don't succeed. And that remember the key to improving is keeping it fun and not bringing stress or tension into your surfing. And other than that, I just want to know, are you going to try this? What are you going to work on? Have you been doing this? Um, let me know how it goes. You can always get in touch by emailing us at info.ombi.co. And as I said during this episode with the structured training programs, the beginner and the intermediate programs. We also have the monthly subscription now, which is our insider subscription, which includes monthly training every month. And all three of those include some feedback loops at the end of every month. And right now, at the time of this episode coming out, it'll be the second last day of March. So we've had a sale on for those with up to 30% off on the website. So you've only got maybe 24 hours by the time you're hearing this. So if you don't wanna miss out, they're there on the website. Uh, you can just head to ombi.co and you'll see a big sale button as soon as you open the page. Next week, I'm actually gonna bring you a little treat. Clay and I have been stuck in isolation for a little while together uh, due to COVID. So we're gonna have a episode together. I will keep the title secret for now, but uh, one that you'll enjoy. So next week, you'll see me and Clay. So until then, I'll see you next time.